0: Welcome back to Maneaters folks, this is the True Crime Podcast where all the killers are real animals. I'm your host James Chapman and that, yeah, thank you for joining me uh, for our 10th ever episode. Hooray! Play the uh, celebratory music, editor, who is me. And I'm gonna be straight up, I'm too I'm too tired and lazy to add sound effects, so when I say that, in when you listen back, just imagine like party blowers and that kind of stuff and, and celebrate to yourself, you know? It's like religion, you can just keep it to yourself, you don't have to broadcast it, you can be happy that this is the 10th episode and not share it with everybody, like I am. I'm thrilled that we made it 10 whole episodes, you know? We must be, 10 episodes is like a lot, like we must be um, getting up there in terms of like how many episodes of a podcast people have released. Like, I don't know, I don't know what the next like biggest podcast apart from me would be, um, maybe like the Joe Rogan one. How many how many episodes episodes of Joe Rogan are there? If it's it's probably like fifteen, right? Like if I've got ten, how many episodes does Joe Rogan have? One thousand seven hundred and set. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, hi. We're here to talk about Harambe today. Harambe, of course, uh, you would know a very <laughs> a very well known figure in modern society some people think the cause of, uh, all the bad stuff in the world, I think that that's ridiculous, obviously the cause of some of the bad things was the killing of this gorilla, but not everything, um, yeah, so I promised a long time ago that we would do this episode, we're finally up to it, I'm really excited, um, I spent about a week just reading about Harambe, because there is a lot to know, um, I wanted to go into the background of the kid, and stuff like that, but they don't, I I didn't realize this, and you'll learn this when you get to the story, the kid was three years old at the time, um, so, like, how old would he be now, that's eight years ago, so he'd be, he'd be 11, right, did I, (laughs) did I do my maths, did I just show my hand that I'm terrible at arithmetic, no, he'd be about 11 now, but he was three at the time, um, and so there's no public information about him or his family, which is good, because then you have fucking morons like me talking about them on podcasts, and, ruining their life further uh anyway speaking of lives being ruined harambe yeah not not an animal eating a human story it's not even an animal killing a human story uh but this is a very famous human animal interaction uh it's probably the most famous human animal interaction um that's happened within the last 10 years i i really can't think of another one that's bigger maybe cecil the lion maybe, although I do think Harambe is probably bigger than that, and apart from those two, I really can't think of many more notable ones, um, so yeah, we're gonna talk about Harambe, obviously a very sad story, um, we'll get into it, so yeah, sit back and, uh, enjoy the story, well, don't enjoy it, you can enjoy the, the, the research, the delivery, it would be weird if you enjoyed the content, if that makes sense, like, it would be really odd if you were, Listening to this story of this beautiful animal being killed under very sad circumstances, and you're like Yeah, that was (laughs) I love that (laughs) I loved hearing about that Um, But yeah anyway (laughs) My intros suck that's I think yeah, that's where the skills need to go I think that the stories are pretty good. The research is alright. The delivery of the stories is good But the intros man they need work. It feels like you're riffing to fill time Yeah Which is, I guess, what I'm kind of doing. Anyway, (laughs) maybe I'll cut all that out. I don't know. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Caucasian and Melanin, uh, guys, gals, and my non-binary pals, this is the story of Harambe the Gorilla. Harambe was a Western gorilla born on May 27, 1999, at the Gladys Porter Zoo in Brownsville, Texas. A naming contest was held, and the winner named him Harambe. The winner came up with a name after hearing the 1988 song Harambe, parentheses, working together for freedom, by Bob Marley's widow Rita Marley. In Swahili, Harambe is a term for work or group labour. In 2014, at the age of 15, Harambe was transferred to the Cincinnati Zoo to learn behavior of an adult gorilla and to join a new social group. Fun fact, a a group of gorillas is called a troop. That's just a little fun fact I googled for you, you're welcome. On May 28, 2016, less than two years after he arrived at Cincinnati Zoo, a three-year-old came to the zoo with his parents. After looking at the gorillas, witnesses said that they heard the child say he wanted to enter the gorilla enclosure. The boy then climbed a three-foot fence, crawled through four feet of bushes, and then fell 15 feet into a ditch filled with shallow water. For those, um, metric users out there, that's a 0.91 fence, 1.2 meters of bushes, and he fell 4.6 meters into a ditch. I don't know how big the ditch was, but, uh, (laughs) gorilla-sized, I guess. Zoo officials immediately signaled the three gorillas in the pen to leave the habitat, and two of the females did. However, the third gorilla, Harambe, an inquisitive 440-pound male silverback gorilla, descended into the ditch to examine the child who was splashing in the water. Over the next 10 minutes, Harambe became increasingly agitated and distracted by the screams of the audience. He carried the baby through the water, sometimes supporting him when he was sitting or pushing him down when standing. Harambe exhibited strutting behaviour, walking around with stiff legs and arms to make himself appear bigger. This is a bluff move, although there is inherent danger if he throws or drags the boy around too much. Harambe then raised the boy out of the moat using a ladder that took him to dry ground. Fearing for the boy's well-being, zoo officials made the hard decision to kill the gorilla, doing so with a single shot from a rifle. The Cincinnati Fire Department said that the boy was between Harambe's legs when the shot was fired. Harambe was killed a day after his 17th birthday. The boy was evaluated for trauma and taken to Cincinnati Children's Hospital Medical Center. His injuries were deemed non-life-threatening. The incident was recorded in a dramatic video taken by an anonymous viewer and uploaded to YouTube, where it went viral, sparking publicity and controversy around the world. Several high-profile celebrities, including Ricky Gervais, Brian May, and Piers Morgan, criticized the shooting. Many primatologists and advocates later wrote that the zoo had no other choice in the circumstances, and highlighted the danger of zoo animals being closer to humans and the needs for better standards of care. Some observers said it was unclear whether Harambe was likely to harm the child, others have blamed the boy's parents or the zoo for the gorilla's death. Zoo director Thane Manyard said, The child was being dragged around. His head was banging on the concrete. This was not a gentle thing. The child was at risk. Police investigated possible criminal charges against the parents, while the parents defended the zoo's actions. The boy's mother has also become a target of harassment on the internet and on social media. On June 6, 2016, Ohio District Attorney Joe Dieters stated that the mother would not face any wrongdoing. The zoo was investigated by the Association of Zoos and Aquariums, which sets the standards for zoos in the U.S. Several vigils were held in honor of Harambe's death. A candlelit vigil was held in Hyde Park in London. Anthony Sita, an animal rights activist, attended a vigil at Cincinnati Zoo. He said, I'm not here to judge what was wrong or what was right. The fact is, a gorilla who had just celebrated his birthday was killed. Donald Trump defended the actions of Cincinnati Zoo during his successful presidential campaign in 2016. Trump said, I I think it's a very tough call. It was amazing because there were moments with the gorilla, the way he held that child, it was almost like a mother holding a baby. Looked so beautiful and calm. And there were moments where it looked pretty dangerous. I don't think they had a choice. I mean, probably they didn't have a choice. You have a child, a young child, is at stake, and uh, you know it's too bad there wasn't another way. I I thought it was so beautiful to watch that you know powerful, almost 500-pound gorilla, the way he dealt with that little boy. But it just takes one second. It's one second. It's not like it takes place over. Well, he's going to do it in 30 seconds from now. It just takes one little flick of his finger. And I will tell you they probably had no choice. The incident sparked debate among biologists and primatologists about whether gorillas and other primates should be taken captive. Primatologist Jane Goodall said from the video it appeared Harambe was trying to save the child. Goodall later issued a lengthy explanation in an interview with the president of the International Fund for Animal Welfare concluding that the zoo had no choice but to kill Harambe. She wrote, It was awful for the child the parents, Harambe, the zoo, the keepers, and the public. But when people come into contact with wild animals, life and death decisions sometimes have to be made. Goodall said there is no way to prevent accidents from occurring as long as humans and wild animals are kept in zoos. But she believed that zoos with the highest standards of care could play an important role. Zookeeper Jack Hanna Strongly defended the zoo's actions as the right decision noting that a tranquilizer dart could have taken five or ten minutes to take effect and could have aggravated Harambe further Primatologist Franz de said he saw few other options for the zoo He says a gorilla is so immensely strong that even with the best of intentions and we're not even sure that Harambe had those the child's death was a probable outcome Following the killing Harambe became a subject of several viral memes Vox wrote in November that Harambe had an undeniable status as 2016's meme of the year. People magazine wrote that Harambe continues to live on the collective mind of the internet, entering into a rarefied state of venerated meme status. One of the most prevalent memes was noted by the Washington Post and the New York Magazine as seeing a proliferation of exaggerated and fake tributes to Harambe. Quote, the idea is that the more intense and sincere the expression of grief is, the funnier the joke is. An example of this was the dicks out for Harambe meme, and in this context, dicks is slang for guns. This meme called for an armed revenge for Harambe's death. Vox's Aya Romano wrote that if you were a progressive, the Harambe meme gave you a chance to mock what you viewed as hypocritical haranguing of the mainstream media while avoiding real issues of social justice. And if you were a conservative, the Harambe meme gave you a chance to mock liberal hysteria. Several of these memes related to conspiracy theories, such as the Bush did Harambe meme, a reference to 9-11. In Australia, people joked about supporting Harambe's corpse as a written candidate for the federal election ballot. Public policy polling included Harambe in their polling for the US presidential election. Harambe had 5% support in late July 2016. This was ahead of the Green Party's nominee Jill Stein. In August 2016, Harambe had 2% and was tied with Jill Stein. Oh my god. Thane Maynard, the director of Cincinnati Zoo, reacted negatively to these memes. He said, We're not happy with these memes. Petitions and signs about Harambe. Our Zoo family is still recovering and Harambe's constant mention makes it difficult for us to move forward. We respect Harambe in our guerrilla conservation efforts, and encourage others to join us. In late August, the Zoo removed its Twitter account after being targeted daily by trolls mentioning Harambe. The Zoo resumed its account two months later. A self-proclaimed underground culture group known as the Otaku Gang released a computer-parody fighting game known as Harambe vs. Capcom, in which Harambe appeared on Capcom's Street Fighter and is able to fight other characters from the franchise. American rappers Young Thug and had each released the title Harambe. The former did so on the 2016 album Jeffrey, each track of which is named after one of their idols, although the lyrics do not actually mention gorillas at all. The other compared the plight of the apes to that of gang violence and police brutality. Canadian dubstep producer Excision has included a song titled Harambe on his 2016 volume, uh, on his 2016 album Virus. On March 30th, 2019, Tesla CEO Elon Musk released a surprise two-minute rap song entitled R.I.P. Harambe on his SoundCloud. The track was performed by Young Jake, written by Young Jake and Caroline Polachek, and produced by Blood Pop. Rolling Stone magazine called the track a bouncy tribute to Harambe. Wow, okay... <laughs> Later on, a naming contest for newborn baby gorillas was held. A teenager made a petition for Dublin Zoo to rename a newborn baby gorilla as Harambe Jr. or Harambetta if it was a female, after Dublin Zoo announced the newborn baby gorilla by tweet. On June 16, 2017, satirical news website, The Onion, featured an article of professional wrestler Big Show being killed by the WWE after a seven-year-old boy wandered into a steel cage during a live event in Indianapolis. <laughs> On the 18th... Eight- <laughs> On the 18th of, o- oh God, on the 18th of October 2021, a seven-foot-tall bronze statue, Harambe, was illegally placed on Bowling Green Park in New York City, facing the Charging Bull statue, which itself had originally been illegally placed. The act was carried out by organizers. Pos- <laughs> the act was, the act was carried out by organizers promoting Sapien Network, a social media network whose aim is to put the needs of humans first. The statue of Harambe facing the bull, whose feet were surrounded by 10,000 banners, was a statement about wealth disparity. Finally, in September 2017, the zoo added Mishandi, a 29-year-old male western lowland gorilla transferred from the Louisville Zoo. He joined the females, Chewie and Mara, who were present on the day of the killing. At the same time, the zoo created a new indoor habitat where the public could safely view the gorillas year-round from behind safety glass. (laughs) That was it folks that was harambe uh the dicks out for harambe meme uh the the cause of all the world's ills the reason donald trump was elected the reason brexit happened uh the reason what else terrible happened not that those things are terrible this is an apolitical podcast and I'd never share my political beliefs um but those two things weren't great anyway <laughs> yeah harambe interesting story like i said at the outset um obviously i i was interested to like learn about the kid where he came from what what his family's background was but um no information available about that um the the thing that is most interesting to me is the uh is the aftermath of this thing i think that because um there have been there have been numerous like uh animal human interactions in zoos like animal attacks in zoos that have happened um but none of them ever reached like the the status of, of the Harambe story, and I wonder if it's because of when it happened, um, in 2016, you know, like video technology, YouTube, that all existed, um, the, the one that's jumping to my mind, and maybe I'll do a story about this later, is uh, in somewhere in China, this dude, um, he jumped into the tiger, I think he was sneaking into the zoo, and he jumped into a tiger enclosure, and, and he was, and he was mauled to death and eaten by tigers, uh, even though they were shooting at the tigers, they didn't stop, there's video of that on YouTube, um, but it's, it's very old, I think it's from the early 2000s, or, or maybe even, like, the 1990s, um, and, you know, I guess the reason that that one maybe didn't go as viral is because the video footage is a lot more grainy, a lot more old, um, it also has a human that actually died in it, so the story isn't, Not that the Harambe story is funny, but no one died, no humans died in the Harambe story. The gorilla died, which is devastating for that zoo and for the gorilla, but you know, let's not pretend that it's, it's, let's not pretend that this story wouldn't be sadder if the kid had died, you know, and the gorilla had died. Um, There's obviously like varying degrees of horrific outcomes here, and this was not a good outcome. but at least it's not a black and white outcome. Um, there are shades of gray in here. Many people disagreeing, many people agree. I, I find it interesting that like the people criticizing the zoo, like Piers Morgan, who's like very rarely right about anything. Um, Ricky Gervais, who like, I guess, I, I'm trying to think of why he's interested. I guess he's a vegan. I guess he's like animal rights kind of guy. And Brian May, I don't know what, what he thinks, but yeah. Anyway. Uh, this episode might, <laughs> might be a bit short. I don't have a lot else to say. Uh, that was Harambe, everybody. Uh, if you enjoy this episode, please subscribe or follow uh, this podcast. Wherever you listen to your podcast, Spotify, something. I don't know. I looked at my analytics. Most of you are listening on Spotify right now. So, yay, go Spotify. Your podcast game is on point. Uh, look what happens when you pay $100 million to a dude to spread anti-vax sentiments and say the n-word a lot oh wow if joe rogan's worth a hundred million dollars how much do you think i'm worth to spotify like 40 40 bucks like i'd take it this is i'm doing this for freedom this is not a lucrative exercise um i'd take 40 bucks if anyone wants to give me 40 bucks if you if you're listening to this and you have a business if you want to sponsor me (laughs) that's oh that's what I'm doing now I'm doing live call outs on the pod for sponsorship uh if you have a product you want to shout out or if you just want me to like say something I'll do it just give me 40 bucks (laughs) what is this even it's late by the way I'm recording this at like 1am uh thank you for listening thank you for following and subscribing which i know you did because i asked uh if you do like what i do you can follow me on instagram at jimothy chaps uh i post about this stuff occasionally but you can also dm me and tell me nice things or request stories that you would like to uh, uh have told on the podcast there was uh someone requested a story which was the carly gooch catfish Story, which I think I mentioned it in an episode, maybe. Or maybe I didn't, and I can't remember. Um, that's a really interesting one. That might be next. Uh, what else was there? People wanted to know about the the, uh, the Wolves of Ishtar, which is a really interesting story as well. There's also a great story about a bear that just goes freaking nuts in Russia or Japan. I can't remember. And just killed freaking everyone. So th- that's what we're going to go on for. If, if you've been listening to this podcast since the first episode... um. Firstly, thank you. And secondly, you'll remember I said I would do 10 episodes of this and then you know, um uh what's the word? reassess <laughs> reassess if this was going to be a thing that I want to keep doing. And I think it will be. I'm having lots of fun. Um these podcasts are just a really nice uh way to kill some time. Um but I also learn a lot and uh people seem to enjoy it. So we're going to keep going. Uh, so yeah, season 1. I said season 1 to be 10 episodes fuck that let's just do 100 episodes how's that sound yeah let's just keep season one going this is this this episode in particular has big season one energy it's not very good um and i have a lot a long way to go as a podcast host i should start listening to joe rogan more shouldn't i to just get some tips because obviously a thousand how how many did you do? One thousand seven hundred and something 1770 episodes the the guy's doing something right maybe i should interview a, a weird a weird person <laughs> again apolitical i respect you no matter what you believe in unless you are a nazi farewell folks have a good night <laughs> have a great one i'll see you for episode 11 uh yeah uh uh well we need an outro i have an intro i need an outro um uh take it at you <laughs> oh fuck me bad jesus christ before episode 11 i promise you we'll have a better outro than that see you later see you oh i can't even say see you around see you around folks love you i love you <laughs> that's a uh, that's scooby-doo Cross with uh Clank from Ratchet and Clank. Ah, go to bed, James. Go to bed, you fat fuck.